Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Stephanie Steinberg, founder of the Detroit Writing Room. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Jeff. It's great to be here. Sure. Well, if someone listening isn't familiar with the Detroit Writing Room, can you tell us about what the Detroit Writing Room is and what you offer there? Absolutely. Um, Well, the Detroit Writing Room is located in downtown Detroit. We opened in June 2019. And it was my dream to open up a writing space, but also a place where authors who are local or even national coming into Detroit could give book talks. Um, We also, pre-pandemic, offered a lot of writing workshops and events like open mic nights and wine tastings and coffee tastings. Um, And Really, since March uh, 2020, we've switched everything to be virtual, so people can still tune into our book talks um, using Zoom, and we also offer our writing workshops virtually as well. Um, And then lastly, we have a team of coaches. These are all professional journalists, authors. We've got photographers, graphic designers even on our team. And people can sign up with them to work with them one-on-one if they're working on a book or maybe they need help with their resume or want someone to look at their website. Um, You can sign up with one of our coaches. And right now it's all on Zoom, so you can meet with them and – It's usually an hour each time we have a coaching session, and um, the coaches are all amazing people to work with. I'm a little biased, but um, (laughs) we've got a great team. Well, well, pre-pandemic, with your events, did you uh, partner with local bookstores? Well, really, we would sell books during the event. So if we had an author come in, um, for example, Judge Rosemary Acalina, she is well known for being the judge with the Larry Nassar case, um, but she also writes crime novels. Uh, She came and gave a great book talk with us, and then people could purchase the book at the Detroit Writing Room um, during the event. Great. Well, how has the pandemic impacted the writing room and what you're doing there? Well, you know, I opened the space intending it to be a gathering space for people. And, um, you know, we were open for about nine months before the pandemic hit. And um, in those nine months, it was it was really magical. You know, I loved hosting authors for book talks. And we started a speaker series where we'd have a panel. Um, we did a children's book panel and authors would, you know, share their tips and expertise for other children's book authors or aspiring authors. Um, and so, you know, it's been it's been a challenge kind of just pivoting to do it all virtually now. Um, we, we still offer the same content. It's just not in person. Um, but then on the flip side, it's been really great reaching people now outside of Michigan. So um, we actually opened the Detroit, I'm sorry, the New York Writing Room, which is an all virtual chapter with 10 coaches based in New York City. So people can sign up with them, whether they're in New York or Los Angeles or Atlanta, and you can now reach our coaches um, virtually. So that has been an upside um, out of out of this experience. I never thought we'd be doing all this online, but here we are. Sure. So where are you physically located in Detroit for after the pandemic? 
Yep, we we are physically on Washington Boulevard. Um, it's in the heart of downtown Detroit. For listeners familiar with the area, we're very close to Comerica Park, where the Tigers play, and around the corner from bars and restaurants and um, retail. So it's a great spot where if you do come to a book talk and then you want to go grab a drink after, you can easily do that. And so what was the original impetus that led you to create the Detroit Writing Room? Yeah. um, Well, I'm a journalist by trade. I've been a journalist the past over a decade now. And um, I started my career in Washington, D.C., and then moved back home to Detroit in 2016 um, and took a job as a reporter for the Detroit News. And uh, I was a features reporter. So I was interviewing a lot of Detroit entrepreneurs and creative people who were starting up their own businesses and organizations. And um, like 2016 in Detroit was really hot. 2016 to like 2019, I'll say. And um, it really inspired me to maybe start something of my own. And I thought, you know, in talking to all of these creative people and entrepreneurs, I could see the need for a space for the creative community, um, but also a place where people could come get help on their writing. Uh, A lot of people needed help with, you know, website copy or grants that they were writing, um, even resumes, you know, and applications to various programs. So um, I thought, well, it'd be cool to pull together my network of journalists and authors and and maybe offer a coaching team where people could get help on all these projects. And so that's what I did. Um, I, I found the space downtown after, I will say it took two two, three years to really get it going. Um, and then we opened in 2019. So um, here we are today. <laughs> That's great. Well, there have been many stories in the last several years about the renaissance of Detroit. And as a native of Detroit who moved back to the city, how is Detroit doing right now? Well, right now, um, well, it's the first week in January and uh, in January 2021. So I think the pandemic hit us pretty hard. Um, We were really on an upswing, you know, up until March last year. And you know, new businesses were opening left and right. And there's this energy and just, you know, movement where people from the suburbs were coming into the city for experiences and to go to things like the writing room and book talks. And um, I think that has drastically slowed down in the last year because of the pandemic. But I'm hopeful that, you know, once this vaccine comes along, hopefully people will start to come back downtown again and we'll we'll get back up on our feet. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Sure. Well, as you look ahead to hopefully mass vaccinations later this year, what are your plans looking ahead with the writing room? Yeah, I mean, up until, you know, we have a vaccine and it's safe for people to gather at the space. Um, we're going to keep going virtually. So we'll still 
do these virtual book talks. We have a virtual book club that starts this month. Um, the workshops, the speaker series, the coaching sessions, even open mic nights we're doing all on Zoom at the moment. Um, and then, you know, hopefully once it's safe to gather again in person, we'll reopen up the space and have everything I just mentioned in person and people can come back to work at the space. And um, it's also available to rent if people want to host their own event there, they can do that. So, um, you know, fingers crossed we can do that sooner than later. Sure. Well, what's the best place online for people to find out about these virtual events for both the Detroit Writing Room and the New York Writing Room that you mentioned earlier? Yeah, if they go to our website, um, we've got DetroitWritingRoom.com and also NewYorkWritingRoom.com. There's an events tab and you just click on that and you can see everything that's coming up. We have events scheduled, you know, pretty much through the first couple months of 2021 now. And um, also, if you're interested in the book club, it's going to be really awesome. I have to plug it. Um, We've got one author we're featuring each month in 2021, and they'll be joining us virtually on Zoom. Um, So once you read the book, the author will join in to answer your questions and talk about the book. And anyone who's a book club member will get special discounts on the books. Um, And we've got some amazing authors in the lineup. Actually, Judge Jacqueline, who I mentioned before, is in the lineup. We've got um, former Detroit mayor Dennis Archer is kicking us off this month. He wrote an autobiography. Um, And we've got Michelle Riley, who is a former Detroit Free Press um, reporter, columnist, who is out with a new book, and she'll be talking in February. So all that is on the website. Um, Coaching sessions, too. If you guys are listening and you're working on a book and you want some feedback on it, um, our coaches specialize in helping with all genres. So um, you can sign up on our website as well, DetroitWritingRoom.com. That's great. So what are some Detroit writers that people should be paying attention to and reading right now? (laughs) I mean, there's, there's a lot of creative talent in the city. Um, It it depends. Are you thinking like journalistically or uh, either way, either way. (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, putting me on the spot. I mean, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to like name names because I don't want to leave anybody out, but yeah, I understand. um, One of our coaches, I'll, I'll mention her, Anna Clark. She is a prolific um, author and journalist. And she actually just announced that she's taking a job with ProPublica starting this month. um, And she's working on their Midwest team. But she, she, her writing's just fantastic. She really covers communities extremely well. Um, she wrote a book about the Flint water crisis called The Poison City. And um, that's a really great read if you're interested in learning about the Flint water crisis and exactly what and how that happened. Um, so I always recommend her. And then we have a children's book coach on our team, um, Amy Nylander, who um, I adore if you are into children's books. She is um, an amazing author and illustrator, and she'll be coming out with a new book, I believe, this year. Um, I, I, the name is escaping me of what the book is called, but she's written uh, Grandma's Hug and The Ladybug Race, and um, I always like you know, giving her a shout out for uh, the children's book sector. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can probably go on and on about every single coach we have. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, people should check out the website as well so they can learn about all those coaches. Um, So I'm curious, you said you worked as a features reporter. Are you still doing any writing yourself? 
Yeah, I um I'm currently a contributing editor to US News and World World Report, which is um, the publication I worked for in DC. They brought me on back again to work remotely, which I'm very thankful for. But um, I am also I'm, I'm working on my own children's book. I'd like to one day take a stab at getting that published. So that's like my 2021, I guess, New Year's resolution is to submit that and shop it around and see how it goes. That's great. Well, good luck with that. So what has been your best experience or moment so far in opening the Detroit writing room? Oh, there's been a lot. Um, I mean, overall, the best part for me is working with the authors and the writers and helping them on their writing journey. Um, It's been really satisfying and just such a great experience to have an author come to us with, you know, a draft of a book and then work with them the whole process and then see them actually publish it and host their book talk. Um, You know, now that we've been open for, I don't know, almost, not almost two years, but a year and a half or so, um, we've, we've worked with a bunch of people who we've, you know, from start to finish helped them on their journey. And, um, I, I always just love that because you really feel like you're, you're a part of the experience with them. Um, and so we, we love helping them get their books published, whether it's, you know, self-publishing or trying to go for the traditional route. Um, and we also work with a lot of entrepreneurs too, who are, you know, launching websites and, um, need help with editing their content. And it's always exciting to see once the website is live and, um, you know, you can share it out with the community. So I don't know, for me, I just, I love that moment where it's like, (laughs) we did it, you know, congratulations. Like it's out in the world, whether it's a book in your hand or something online. That's great. Well, do you have a favorite writer or book that you go back to yourself for inspiration or enjoyment? Hmm. I, I'm a big fan of Mitch Album. I, I've read most of his books by now. Um, he's just a great storyteller and I, I really enjoy delving into his stories. Um, I guess I would point to those books as like my favorite Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Stephanie Steinberg, founder of the Detroit Writing Room. You can find them online at the DetroitWritingRoom.com or NewYorkWritingRoom.com. And after the pandemic is over, make sure to check out the Writing Room if you're in the Detroit area or traveling to Detroit. And Stephanie, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Great. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.